Welcome to Where Auto Meets Art, the podcast that will make you the better consumer when it comes to automotive service and repair. How you doing? I'm your host. My name is Steve Eck, and this is episode one. Um, and I own an auto repair shop. My goal with this podcast is to help you become the better consumer when it comes to automotive repair and service. I've owned a shop for over 25 years. I also work on the other side. Uh, I do a podcast for shop owners to make them better shop owners uh, so we can improve the whole industry is, is really what it's about. Um, and so that's my idea of this podcast. This is, like I said, episode one. And I just want to introduce myself. I have a uh, automotive general automotive repair shop on the northwest side of Chicago in the Edison Park area. It's just north of Devon, just west of Harlem, off of Northwest Highway, uh, where it's 6600 North Ogala. That's spelled O-G-A-L-L-A-H. Now, I just kind of figured if you're from Chicago, you can be a little more familiar with, uh, with that. If you're not, then I'm on the northwest corner, up by Park Ridge or Niles, if you look at a map. Those are two suburbs. But And this is called where auto meets art. And the reason for that is my shop is very unique uh, in, in a few different ways. But it's one of the ways is um, besides starting out as a mechanic and, and building the shop from scratch, and now I have um, technicians that work for me, a service advisor, marketing director, I have all that. Um, besides all that, I'm an artist. And I've been able to use my shop as uh, a gallery. So I've been able to not just do my art and, and I sculpt. I work with many different medias. I sculpt, I paint, uh, what have you. And, and I designed my shop so that it can be somewhat of a gallery. You come in the lobby and, and you look around and you go like, whoa, look at all this. And, and uh, you know, into Mike's office and, and just all through the shop. I'm actually upstairs in a loft that I built out a couple years ago, which is extremely unique in itself. It's my office. It's my kitchen. It's uh, where I'm recording right now. And so if you come by, you do get the tour of the shop. And even on the outside of the building, you're going to see, you know, people pull up and go, whoa, you know. And I host uh, gallery nights or uh, art evenings here a couple times a year. And I've gotten into teaching uh, art and helping people do things. On nights and weekends, we occasionally do that. So that's kind of, you know, art's my passion. So I, I incorporated it into the, the business. But we are in the business of automotive repair. Don't get me wrong. Um, general automotive repair, meaning we do everything from oil changes to diagnostic to engine to brakes. And the phone is ringing. So uh, we're just going to, I'm sure somebody will pick that up really soon. <laughs> so uh, like I was saying, we do diagnostic, we do brakes, exhaust, suspension, um, engine performance, engine replacement, uh, driveline, drivetrain, everything like that we do. It's, it's complete general automotive. And so this very first episode... Is I have many topics I'm going to cover, but this first one 
is going to be how to find a shop. Uh, and this is for you. Everything I do is for your information to make you the better consumer. So the first thing I want to tell you is find a shop when you don't need one. Don't wait until you have a problem and then scramble. Um, I'm going to explain to you why that doesn't work, why that actually is a bad idea. So when you don't need a shop, first thing, talk to your friends. You know, talk to your friends who take care of the car. Talk to your friends who take care of everything they own. You know, those are the people that know what they're doing. We all have that, you know, the one or two friends that are a little bit schlep rock and seems like a dark cloud is always over them. Don't ask them. <laughs> ask, ask the ones that you go, wow, they really got their stuff together. And, you know, you're going to get a couple names. Uh, you know, maybe one, two, three names. And okay, write them down. And the next thing you do is, you know, hop on your phone or on your computer or something and, and look at them online. Look at those names. Read the reviews. Um, read all about them. Look them up on social media. Look them up on, on their websites. And look how professional things are. Look at the reviews. Uh, just, you know, you can, you can kind of get an idea of who's professional and who's not because you want a professional shop. So now that you have a name or a few names and you've looked them up and you've kind of narrowed them, maybe there's two that you kind of like, now nah, it requires a little work. Hop in your car, drive over there and take a look at their shop from the outside. Does it look professional? You know, are the cars actually parked? Do you see people moving? Do you, you know, what do you see? You don't have to be in the industry to take a look and go, wow, that uh, looks like they're, you know, really things really look good. You know, a bad sign would be garbage everywhere or cars parked in every direction, jacked up, people laying underneath them working on the bottom of them and what have you. You know, that does not look professional. So, you know, you want to get a visual. So then you've made a decision of where you're going to bring your car. But this doesn't necessarily mean the shop is right for you because even though you've gotten a referral, you've looked them up, they look good, everything, you know, you still want to get that trust meter up there. Know, and, and so it's going to require uh, effort. So what I would suggest is go in, make an appointment, get an oil change. Everything starts with an oil change. Um, you can go in there and when you do go in there, talk to the service advisor. Ask them if for a tour of the place. Now, I know there's certain insurance regulations where you can't be in certain areas when cars are being worked on, what have you, but you can definitely get a tour of the place to your satisfaction. You know, is it clean? Is the floors clean? Are the tools put away? Uh, listen to the language that they're using. You know, look around. You, you know, the days of the girly calendars hanging up, those days are over. You know, you see that. That's that's a bad sign. Um, so that's a, a good, good thing to do also. So now you're starting to feel a little bit better and you get that oil change. But here's where it really matters. And here's where they really are the shop that'll take care of you is anybody can you know spill and fill an oil change you know just dump it change the filter and fill it up and you're off on your own and they've really done you no service they've done you no favors yeah you paid for an oil change yeah you got an oil change it's the shops that do the complete vehicle inspections that's a big difference because the I know I've heard this before going they're just looking for things to do uh, trying to upsell me no 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 Good shops 
will tell you the condition of your car. There might be things that need to be addressed right then, and there's probably things that are going to be coming up in the future. And wouldn't that be great to know if you need something coming up six months from now? Hey, you know, your car's due for a timing belt and about uh, 10,000 miles. You drive 15,000 a year, so you can kind of figure that in nine months you're going to be ready for that timing belt. Oh, really? Well, how, how much do you think that'll cost? Oh, and they shoot you a price. Now you can budget for that. You have nine months. It's not going to be no surprise there. They can measure the depth, uh, the thickness of brakes and tell you, you know, you got four millimeters. That's probably, your driving is probably going to be six months from now. So we'll call you in four months. So that inspection is to let you know the condition of your car and what you have coming down the road. Now, my thing is, because I've heard it a million times, they're just trying to upsell me. An oil change is kind of like going to the doctor and getting a physical. You know, you do it on a free, regular basis. And, yeah, you can go in there and the doctor can check your blood pressure, check your cholesterol, check your weight, check your height, check all that. And that's what's involved in a physical. But, you know, shame on him or her if they ignore a problem. You know, they don't want to bring it up to you. You know, I see a mole on your back. Uh, you should probably get that looked at or... Or, you know, I don't know, these results, blood results from the liver, look, we need to get that looked at, you know. But, hey, if they don't want to tell you that, that's kind of like just, you know, the mechanic changing the oil and sending you off on your way. He's not telling you the condition of everything. You know, and the maintenance, you want to keep up with maintenance. Uh, maintenance costs so much less than repairs. It really does. Let me give you an example. A transmission flush, you do it whatever you, depending on the, the car, I'm going to say 40,000 miles. So let's just use that as a round number. Some cars are less, some are more. We're going to call it 40,000 miles. And I'll bet a transmission service or a flush is going to be, I don't know, anywhere from 150 to $175. Now, that's a lot of money, you know. You're really not sure what you're getting for it. Here's what you're getting for preventive maintenance because the transmission well, that's going to cost about $2,500. So, yeah, you could change the transfluid 10 times at 40,000 miles, which would be 400,000 miles. Or we can put a transmission in at 100,000 miles. You know, that's because that's really what it comes down to. But these are the things you want to know. You know, and that's where the complete inspection comes in with an oil change. It's added value. You're getting your money's worth. You're going and you're paying 30 or 40 bucks for an oil change, but you're getting more than that. Now, recently I was curious and I brought my own vehicle to a quick lube national chain because I wanted to see what they do. You know, I'm, I'm really invested in this industry and I really wanted to see where they fit in firsthand. And the oil change was about 48 bucks. Um, and they, or their inspection, because I, I said, hey, did, did you give my car an inspection? Do I need anything? Now, my truck, I brought my uh, my pickup truck in. That's a shop truck. It has 170,000 miles. It's a 2001 Silverado. Uh, Silverado. <laughs> American, if you ever watch that video, it's, it's kind of funny. Um and they said, yeah, yeah, we gave it a full inspection. And I said, oh, what's involved in a full inspection? Well, they checked my air filter, and they checked my fluid levels, and they checked the air pressure in my tires, and uh, they checked the 
fluid conditions. Basically, their full inspection is they checked whatever service they do. They didn't check the ball joints because they don't do ball joints. They didn't check my steering because they don't do steering. They didn't check the, the U-joints because they don't do U-joints. To me, that's not a complete inspection. That is the upsell. They're only inspecting what they're telling you, what they want to tell you, or what they want to sell you. Where I'm saying at a repair shop like mine, we're inspecting everything. You know, we inspect uh, emergency brake cables. Let's see if they're there. Let's see if they're rusted. You know, we're trying to avoid this stuff. Uh, so don't go to a place where you're not getting a complete inspection. And don't go to a place where you're getting an incomplete inspection. Go to a shop that's giving you a complete inspection that's going to work with you so that you can budget because cars cost money. Cars will require maintenance. They will require work, and it's going to cost money. But if you know what's coming, you can budget for it. It's almost like having a crystal ball. I mean, goodness, if, if you know how much it is and you know when, I mean, that's half the battle. So um, that's what you do. Now, just say they tell you you need a lot of work. Here's what you do. You say, oh, okay, um, and you go get a second opinion. You know, let's find out how honest the shop is, because remember we talked about the trust meter. You know, where's the trust meter? And so we want to find that out. Bring it to another shop and get an opinion from them. Or if, if the first shop, you know what, if, if you really are you feeling comfortable with them, then say, hey, can you show me why you're recommending this? That's a great, great thing to do. Any shop owner worth their weight in salt would love to show you. Any service advisor would walk back there gladly. I love the opportunity to educate my customers. You know, so, man, if they say, can I show you, you should see how excited I get. Yeah, yeah, let me show you. Come on, come on. And, and I probably overdo it <laughs> because I'm just passionate. You could even listen to me talking. I get excited just thinking about it. I'm, I'm just that passionate about uh, auto repair. <laughs> really, it sounds crazy, but this is what I do. Um, so that's how you really find a shop. It's not done in a day, but you're not looking for them in a day. You know, I mean, this is a relationship that you're going to be building up for years and years to come. It's worth investing in. Here is why you do not wait until you need a shop to call a shop. Let's just say your starter is acting up or you just perceive that the car is not starting and must need a starter. You could be wrong. You could be right. It doesn't matter. It's what you believe. So you call up a shop and you go, well, how much is a starter? Now, at this point, you're actually picking a shop based on price. Now, shops are not stupid. You know, they know when somebody's calling up and shopping price and this and that. They, it's, it's an easy one to figure out. An honest shop will say to you, well, what makes you think that that's it? Because they're trying to help you. They want, to, they want to know how you got to this conclusion. Did somebody look at it? Is it making a noise? You know, I don't want to give somebody a price on a starter because the car doesn't start and it's not the starter. Because they're going to take that price, run with it, make a decision based off it, and it might not even be the problem. So that's just crazy. Um, 
So Good Shop will actually ask you questions, help you. But let's just say you call up a bunch of shops and you say, how much is a starter? Shop A goes, uh, $400. And shop B goes, it's $380. Shop C goes, it's uh, $410. And then shop D goes, it's $195. Guess where you're going? You're going to shop D. You want to know why? Because that shop owner knows, I shouldn't say shop owner, that guy you talk to on the phone, he knows your shopping price. He knows if he gives you the lowest price, you'll bring the car there. He also knows that he did not diagnose the car. And there's many variables. So he also knows that he's going to tell you, oh, you got the other one. Yeah, that one's $400. But at that point, your car has been towed in. You know, And he knows this. Shady shops do this. You know, they, they shoot you a lowball price to get you in the door, and it changes. It happens. That's why I work on the other end of the industry doing podcasts to help shop owners. I would like to see the whole industry cleaned up. Well, I'm getting passionate about this. <laughs> so that's why you don't want to wait until you need somebody because then you're stuck. I mean, let's face it. You paid for a tow, and the price has changed, and what are you going to do? You're just going to have it done, and you're going to not be happy because you feel you've taken, been taken advantage of. You know, and, and yeah, you know what? You probably have been. You know, you, you've been misled. Um, so that's pretty much it. Now, let's go back to the complete inspection because that's the whole thing to the oil change. And this is what divides, you know, the boys from the men. To make good decisions, you need good information. And just say you went to a shop that doesn't do complete inspections. And they go, yeah, we're just, yeah, we'll drain the oil. Yeah, we're going to fill it up. And just by accident, the guy that's changing the oil looks down and he sees cracks in the belts. And by accident, he sees the hoses are about to burst. And they go, oh, you're going to need belts and hoses. You know, we'll flush out the cooling system. And you go, okay, how much is that? You go, it's $500. <laughs> Better do it now because I don't want to get stranded on the road. Perfect sense to me, right? They didn't do the complete inspection, did they? So three weeks later, you're driving down the road and a ball joint breaks. And you're on the side of the road, not moving because the suspension fell apart. And you have the car towed in. And the shop inspects it and they go, wow. Yeah, you got one ball joint that's broke. You got three more that are about to break. You need a couple of tire run ends, the, the struts are leaking, and the rack and pinion's worn out. And so, yeah, you need a bit of work, and this whole job is going to be $1,800. And you go, crap, I just spent $500. Now, you might have hesitated at $500 thinking, uh, should I have it done? Or, you know, this car is getting kind of old. Maybe it's time I, I look for something new. Well, now you're kind of stuck. You spent 500 bucks. Now, at 1800 if you'd have known that at the time of the 500 now you know that that car to bring it back to shape would be $2,300. That is the right information you need to budget what you're going to do. Maybe you're going to replace the car. Maybe you're going to say, okay, I can afford to do X amount of dollars worth what's most important. Because maybe the ball joint was more important than the belt. You know, I, I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. But again, it's about working with a shop. So it's the complete inspection. That's really um, what you want.
So, uh, yeah, that's how you pick a shop. And you build up a relationship. And then you tell your friends, you know, if you like a shop, I strongly recommend that you uh, refer other people to that shop. Because, let's face it, it's hard to find a shop. There's less and less shops. Um, and there are certain shops that are national chains that I'm not the biggest fan of, you know, to be perfectly honest. But that's me. And the reason I'm not is kind of like I go to an account. I don't go to H&R Block. And because, you know, you go into H&R Block and there's, you know, Linda. She's going to be the accountant and you're going to talk to her and Linda's going to take care of you. And then you're going to go back there two months later because, oh, you forgot this receipt and you need that deduction. Can we change it? Linda's gone. You know, Linda's now Bill. Some dude named Bill. And you never really build up that relationship. That trust never gets there. And so you're always going to have that uncertainty. When you get into like national chains of um, oil change uh, facilities, you know, the, the shelf life of these people that work there are pretty short. You know, you're not going to see the same person a year later. That's real rare because it's entry level. They want to move up to a real shop. Um, there's some larger chains that do more than just oil changes, but it's also very similar that you're, you're going to go in there and you're not going to see the same people. It's hard to build up a trust every time it's a new person. I mean, how would you like to go to a new doctor, you know, every year? You know, whenever you go to the doctor, how would you like to go to a new lawyer every time you need a lawyer? A new accountant every time you need an accountant? It's just really not comfortable. You know, so it's important to have a shop. Your car is, for some people, the largest investment they'll make in their life. Maybe the second largest or third. It's up there. You know, it's top three. So you really, really want to have that figured out. Um, I see on Facebook people are posting all the time in Park Ridge chat or something like that. Can anybody recommend a repair shop? And, and I just cringe. I just cringe at it because... I'm th yeah, it's a good start. But you're saying that because you need it now, because they usually follow it up with, because my brakes are grinding. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. You know what? Should have had this figured out. And then the next thing that, that just rubs me personally the wrong way is when somebody recommends somebody that works out of their garage in their alley behind their house. And I understand you're trying to save money. But... This is your car. This is a pretty big investment. Yeah, let me just drive down the alley. This guy's here on the left. I'm sure he'll take care of it. He's not licensed. He's not insured. Heck, he doesn't have to warranty anything. Nothing. You think you brake squeak, you're going to be going back and like, oh, oh, let me handle that for you. You know, it's, it's not going to happen. They're not going to have all the equipment. It's, you know, those days of that ended. You know, I used to see that pretty often in the in the 70s and 80s. You know, you got into the 90s, you started talking about electronics and things. Those guys started to disappear. And they're still out there, and I still see people recommend them. And it, to me, I would never do it. You know, I don't, I, don't, I don't go to a lawyer that, you know, yeah, he does it on the side. You know, when people do things on the side, it usually means you're going to save money. But, you know, it comes with a, with a risk. I don't want the risk. I don't want it on the side. I want it done right. You know, and that's what I promote here in the business. So, 
This is my first episode. I'm going to cut it off here because, man, I am just getting way too excited about this. And so uh, I'm going to cut it off. The next episode that I'll record is going to be about price and how you're going to get the most value for your dollar when it comes to automotive repair. Remember, this is to help you. And so money's a big deal. Money's a real big deal. So uh, I'm going to sign off now. This is where Auto Meets Art. And uh, my name's Steve.